Oh, Adam. Hey, Jack. Nice day today. Beautiful day. Uh, I'm Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my long-standing partner in, in business, business coaching, Adam Sunhalter. And we're here to talk about today, how would you act if money were no object? And where I got that from is Adam and I have uh, been coaching small business owners for over 20 years. We've been doing this together and we, we have a great time with it. We've helped hundreds of small business owners understand profitability and their numbers, how to put the whole package together in terms of how to run a company, what you have to do to be successful. And that means getting a profit, starting with knowing if you even have a profit. Uh, it's, it's based on our experience, which is extensive. We both uh, own and operate or have and operated uh, small businesses. We basically have bought and sold them, done everything it can do to, to get involved with the small business and direct the owners in terms of how in the world to really make something go. And it's amazing how they don't know. And that's okay. That's why we're here. We can help all of them. Actually, we, we can't help all of them. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference what industry you're in. If you're a small business owner, it's assumed that you have knowledge and expertise in the products or services you're providing. What you don't have knowledge and expertise in is good marketing to drive sales and administration. You don't have, usually have that. And that is the planning, the financial statements, the legal, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? All the people. All the people stuff. All the other right? stuff. All the other stuff. It's all, it, it's always greeted with a huge mystery and then you have to get educated and then <laughs> it's very inefficient and a lot of negatives, but they can all be turned into positives. Pretty easy. We've had great success doing that. So it's, it's one of these uh, podcasts that basically ponders, what, what do you do if all of a sudden a, a big package from FedEx comes in and it has millions of dollars in it? <laughs> that would be life-changing for the most part. Those what happen would you a lot, do Jack, don't they? All of a sudden, yeah, you get, that, you get those deliveries from Amazon and, or FedEx or UPS, and all of a sudden, hey, here it is. It's a big, a big bag of cash, right? Happens That's all the time, right. doesn't it? Pretty much, yeah. At least one out of one out of six or seven in our in our <laughs> in our coaching, but it uh, it's life altering. It's life changing. People would always wish for something like that for real and practical. <coughs> Excuse me, but what they don't have is knowledge of ever really doing it. But when you retire, when you get to a point in your company where you no longer enjoy it or can't run it or can't, you know, get involved with it to the degree you'd like to, you're going to change. And chances are you're financially okay if you've been doing okay. But what do you do if you don't have a financial worry? Wow. What would you do, Adam? I think that's one of those that's that's one of those dream scenarios, isn't it, Jack? We kind of talk about and and uh, uh, welcome everybody to, to another episode. This is episode three twenty two of Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and so we've been doing this weekly podcast for over six years now. And the idea, as Jack was saying at the outset here, is we take a lot of our knowledge and skills and experience that we not only personally have, but we have with clients of ours, 
in our coaching business to help kind of bring them up here and to shed some light on some of these, what we define as dirty secrets. And the one we're talking about today is the one where that most owners will pine for this day and kind of yearn for it. And it, it came up just recently again, as we were meeting with a couple, husband and wife who have owned and worked together in a business for almost three decades. And they're exploring the possibility of selling the company. And as we often ask, you know, when people are going through that kind of a process, well, hey, what are you going to do after you sell the business? And they had a sheepish grin, Jack, and they and they said, well, we're going to spend time, you know, relax and enjoy life. And, you know, they mentioned things like, you know, do a little bit of traveling and spending time with the grandkids and stuff like that. And But the basic driver is just getting the relief from the day-to-day running of the business, you know, and it's a pretty common story that, that we often hear. People will talk about, and they kind of, again, they they yearn and pine for that day where all of a sudden money's not going to be a factor anymore because it's something that they've been focused on doing from probably you know, one of the earliest memories that, that, that they've always kind of worked. And you work to, to kind of pay the bills, take care of stuff and buy things, take care of your family, all the all the stuff that kind of goes to that. And so, but people will talk about, they'll, they'll refer to whether they use the term retirement or they use the term financial independence or something else. But they're, they're often kind of, again, they're fantasizing about the day where they aren't going to be making those, those sacrifices that are required to, to be able to run a successful business. And so the day-to-day stresses of having to make payroll and respond to customer demands, you know? And so if they don't have any, a need for money anymore, you know, what are you going to do? And, and what we've discovered is people usually don't spend a ton of time thinking about or what's going on in terms of what that next step really looks like. There's some folks are trying to get to that point, Jack. I'll get to that point where I, I don't need money anymore. They don't think about, okay, well now picture I'm here. Your point, okay. You know, use the, 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 the example of, hey, um, here's, here's, a, here's a big pile of cash coming in, right? So it's, it's, it's relieving that word. Okay, so However, that means that, you know that that big pile of cash might be coming to you over the years because you're you're running your company well and you've you've stocked enough aside, maybe coming as part of your selling the company and, and be able to kind of walk away. But whatever it might be, like all of a sudden you've now arrived, All right? So like we'll often fantasize Jack about you know the idea of not paying taxes, right? We'll, we'll kind of pause and say, hey, can you imagine a world like that, right? Where all of a sudden you aren't you aren't paying taxes, right? So the same kind of thing. Can you can you pause for a little bit and just try to picture what that world looks like? What does that look like? And so. The idea of relaxing and enjoying life. That sounds great and wonderful. And, and I think many of us can relate. And we, 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 we may often have a, a favorite vacation story or place that we go to, our, our happy place, Jack, where that's, you know, to kind of get away from that day-to-day grind. And that's great to do for a few days, maybe even a few weeks at a time, right? But it's as you're getting away from that day-to-day piece. What if that day-to-day piece is gone? All of a sudden, that's, that's all you have, right? Does that sound like nirvana to you blissful here it is well <laughs> that's often not the case right you know it's it's often miserable right and and, and you know i had a you know, i think we shared the story years ago I, I, I think it's appropriate to share it again today where a, a good family friend who was a second generation in the family business and wound up buying his father out you know as part of you know with a couple other partners in that and he tells a story that, you know, hey, we got everything kind of negotiated. It took, it took a lot of time, but eventually we, we got to the place and, hey, Friday afternoon it was done and we had a big celebration and everything was fantastic. And then he says, I walk into the office Monday morning and my dad's there. 
right? He's in, he's in his office. And so it's like, I, I pick up the phone. I call mom and said, mom, what's going on? You know, she means dad's here. She goes, he didn't know where else to go. He didn't know where else to go. He'd been, he'd been coming to the same place for so long, even though it was done, the deal was done. Everything's transferred. He, he just didn't know where else to go. And so he said, you know, I went down to the office and said, Hey dad, let's grab lunch today. Right. So, you know, didn't want to talk to me. So let's kind of get out of the office, kind of talk. Right. And they go to lunch and he says, dad, you, you can't, you can't come in anymore. Right. People, you know, people don't, you know, they don't know what to do. Like, again, they, 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 are they looking at you? Are they looking at me? Or, you know, what's going on here? Right. Like we're good. Right. And so he did all this planning to get to the point where he was going to get to that point where he's financially independent and didn't need to worry about money anymore, Jack. But that day one, he didn't know what else to do. And I want to share that story because that's, that's not, unfortunately, it's not an uncommon occurrence. Not at all. Not at all. So what we encourage many of our clients to do is to really kind of think about that and look at, okay, what does that look like? You know, what, what kind of things do you want to do? And so if you're just thinking about that, again, that, that, that happy place or that, or that wonderful vacation you took, okay, understand that being on a permanent vacation is different. It's very different, right? And so we've talked for years and we, we, we you know, often will joke that, that, that you're really bad at retiring, Jack. You, you tried it a couple of times. You said it's just, it's just not for you, right? In terms of- Doesn't work. That's right. <clears throat> now, so you, and, and you're not unique from that standpoint. And, and especially when it comes to entrepreneurs, you know, maybe folks that have jobs, you know, it's a little different, but for entrepreneurs and folks who kind of run their own thing, it's very difficult to just turn it off and be, that's it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to chillax and just hang out. That's it, Jack. Yeah, people like to talk like that, but yeah, practice doesn't show that uh, you can find these happy places unless you're uh, uh, this, this, this Sean uh, Watson. He might be able to show you happy places, but uh, <laughs> you can only do that so long too. So it... Uh, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. Not many people successfully transition from no financial obligations and worries to basically enjoy life. You, you, because so much, even though you complain about it a lot, not you, anybody who complains about it a lot, don't have, don't have the, the uh, experience in being leisurely and they're probably past 40 so they have they're setting their ways in a lot of ways and all of a sudden you have this total freedom and wow what can i do and they get in trouble a lot of people lose lose rather than win when they have a you know big lottery winners people of this nature they get a big insurgent of money and all of a sudden it's gone after a relatively short period of time why well, they're basically still living a lifestyle that is wasteful when it comes to money for the most part. And certainly to have excess money available to do things, you don't, you don't know what to do. You don't, you don't fit in that stream of, of people who are financially independent and you, get, you do silly stuff with it. Um, so it's difficult. There's no question. You know, if, if money was no object, We'd certainly take care of the short-term stuff, make whatever we got in progress uh, better or build it faster, uh, get to areas of uh, 
education that would would propel another situation, uh, another endeavor, another business endeavor. At least that's my looking at it. Other people certainly look at it differently, depending on their circumstances. Well, yeah, the, the, and the the point of uh, of us bringing this topic onto the show today is we want to kind of make sure that people are aware of this and talking about this. You know, we, we have this again. I'll keep calling it kind of a fantasy land or fantasy world, Jack, where people think it's just okay. I'm going to ride off into the sunset, Jack, and it's going to be one of those happily ever after type things. And instead, it's you know, it's like what what happens after that? You know, um, the movie Austin Powers. You know, it was, you know, it was kind of a spoof on kind of james bond stuff if you haven't seen it but with austin uh um michael myers plays plays austin powers you know and he also plays dr evil who's who, who's the the uh the the bad guy in in the in the uh in the movies and so there's a scene though where they talk about where they're asking for the money everybody remembers the you know he's asking for one million dollars and it's like well that's not quite as much money it's really should be more like one billion and then he does that kind of evil laugh and everybody kind of laughs ha ha and they're, they're all laughing and usually during you know a show or a movie that's when they then cut away right like they're they're laughing they kind of cut away well this instead they stayed there and then the laughing kind of the giggling kind of stopped and then it was like okay well everybody's like standing looking at each other okay well now what right and it's like okay well there's this big penultimate thing like okay and, and it comes to a conclusion like okay well now what because again they were working towards that and hey, i want to announce this is what we're looking for right so I'm working towards that financial independence, Jack, and then all of a sudden now I'm there, and I haven't spent any time figuring out what the heck this is going to look like. I just wanted to get there. Yeah, I wanted to get to the end. I wanted to get to the end of that part, and so, and you got to spend some time thinking about, and also not only just thinking about it, but actually doing some of these things, right? As as we know, like many things in life, experience can teach us a lot, and so we encourage our, you know, many of our coaching clients to engage in things outside of the business that, you know, to use the word fulfillment, right? Things that provide fulfillment to them. So it could be things like their hobbies or volunteering, or like you said, Jack, maybe another potential business interest, right? But the key is to kind of get engaged in doing some different things and see how it feels, right? So if you've kind of planned for that day, whether it be, hey, I want to go travel or play more golf, or I want to do some volunteering stuff that I haven't, okay, whatever it might be, we'll start doing some of those things like now, you know? Try it on and kind of see, you know, because, you know, your idea of traveling, you have certain things in mind. And well, if, if you haven't done any traveling recently, it may not be as fun or exciting as maybe you're thinking about, Jack, right? Or maybe as much as you love your significant other, maybe you're great together for a few hours a day. But if you're together 24 mm-hmm. 7, are you ready for that? Are they ready for that? Right. I mean, again, they, they kind of, how are we going to kind of do this stuff, right? You know, again, if you want to kind of volunteer at certain things or you're thinking about that, okay, well, look, go start to kind of do that. Spend your time doing it. You know, and again, do you find it fulfilling or the idea of it sounds fulfilling, right? Versus actually kind of, you know, so to try to find what that next thing's going to be, because, you know, part of what we often see too is, you know, we, we have a lot of clients that we help with that kind of transition from one generation to the next. And one of the biggest things that stops that or, or slows that down is that current generation of not having something to retire to of, right. the idea of what's kind of next. And it, it keeps holding them back. Like they don't want to, they don't want to give it up. Right. You know, as you mentioned, you, you often kind of go through and, you know, your day to day, you're, you're solving issues, figuring out some different problems. It can be very engaging and exciting. Right. And so you don't want to say 
give that up at times. And so if you don't have something else that you're kind of going to, you can get stuck where you are from that standpoint. So you got to try stuff, try something. So you've tried retirement. I joke with you. I say, you know, maybe tell people what that looked like, Jack, in terms of your two retirements, yeah, in terms of kind of what stuff were you doing? How long did it last? Yeah, give people a little flavor for that. I think it'd be very insightful for them to kind of hear a little bit about that. Well, the you, you, first of all, you take off probably a good six months uh, after you retire, after you get this big bag of cash that you can uh, eliminate your financial worries. Then, yeah, you know, we did a little traveling and, and uh, it was nice. It was fun. But after six months, you start longing for something a little more challenging. You know, you can read and you lounge around and you, know, you go out to lunch with people you haven't seen for a while, maybe. And, and uh, it, it's okay, but it isn't nirvana. It isn't, it isn't wonderful. You, 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 you can get as much sleep as you want, so you really aren't tired. You're, you're, you're bored. You become bored. <laughs> <laughs> so you you start to you well you don't always uh, obviously a lot of people don't but in my case you know I started just getting involved again with people and engaging in ideas ideas to try to find something interesting I teamed up with a few people and we we had a couple of different ways to go looking for it since we aren't people who like to use brokers too much and, you know, we, we started to analyze businesses. And from that, we started to turn over rocks, if you will. So we like to refer to it as, and that means looking for business opportunities. Because that's all I've ever done in my life in the sense of, of uh, taking time. And that taking time is through big companies that I worked for for 20 years. And small companies, which is what we're doing now for 30 years. And it's, it's what I enjoy best. I enjoy it more than taking a vacation. Although taking a vacation for a week somewhere or four days in a nice sunny climb in the middle of winter, that isn't too bad. But I don't call that taking full advantage of not having any financial burdens. Uh, it's, it's something meaningful. That's what we drive for, strive for, to have something fulfilling. So to, to get involved in, in helping charities, to helping, you know, getting involved a little bit with philanthropy, those things also can be fulfilling. But they aren't hands-on for the most part, unless you make them hands-on. So it's hands-on, but not from a constructive uh, woodworking expertise. I don't have those kind of things. So you got to find out what you like to do, really, really like to do. Not do it because it says, here's the idyllic uh, dream. You know, I can do anything I want. So that's where I want to be. Well, it's not as easy as it sounds. And to stay stimulated becomes a challenge. But there's a big wide world out there. And, and if you're not, if you're not engaging you're not growing with it. It's not going to change. All you do is become older. And when that happens, it's a whole different outlook. But you don't have to worry about money. And that's, you know, that's a nice thing to, to say you can do. It isn't. Uh, so we all quest for when we're working for the most part. Everyone's working for that paycheck. Well, 
It's nice to take that burden off your back and be free to explore. And you got to do that. Well, you don't have to, but you should. It's uh, it's it's the key, basically. Do do different uh, things, meet different people, while you're still young enough to do it. Good. And so, yes, yeah, so you, you you try some stuff, and there's no one right answer. You have to kind of define what it is that is of interest to you, that you find fulfilling, that again, that that you really enjoy, and often the case it's it's business related stuff right and you know i'll I always use my dad as a guy he he quote unquote retired you know like five years ago but he's been very busy not only with the the, the software company that, that that we're that we're involved in but also with he's been volunteering his time with a group called score you know which which does you know some some advising to, to, to some early stage companies because he wanted to kind of give back from that standpoint and as part of that process, you know, you mentioned Jack engaging. He met one of the people he was kind of advising, had a had a uh, uh, an, a nonprofit that that they were working on that was um, helping kids and you know building beds for kids who don't have beds and supplying those things. Right, and he got very excited about that, and you know, so all of a sudden he started getting involved there. So one thing kind of led to another, led to another. Like he didn't. No, five years ago, here's kind of, but he started kind of engaging different stuff and started, again, just started trying things that way, right? And is finding fulfillment in doing those things. He's really, he's really enjoying it. He's really enjoying it, you know, and, and he's busy. You know, my, my mom jokes, it's harder to get a, uh, you know, a date with them now than it was when they were working together, you know, just in terms of just how it's kind of different from that standpoint. So he's staying very engaged. And so there's, there's nothing wrong. Again, I want to make sure we're clear. There's nothing wrong with, hey, just I want to sit back and relax and, and enjoy life. If that's what you're, you're good at, that's what you want to do, God bless you, go for it. You know, and just, but we're, we're here to kind of tell you today in terms of unveiling the dirty secret today is that it's not all sunshine and rainbows or unicorns and rainbows, whatever phrases you want to use for most people. Most people can be very unsatisfying, very frustrating. And often you get to become a crabby old man or crabby old lady, because all of a sudden, you know, you, you had some good stuff kind of going, all of a sudden you're feeling irrelevant. Right. That's a good word. Know, well, that was something that we were, we were talking to, 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 to somebody yesterday when our clients mentioned that, like, I don't want to be irrelevant. Okay. As you know, he's approaching his 70th birthday saying, well, you know, it's important to him. Okay. So those are, those are very real things. Right. And, and often, I guess you don't come face to face with it until you're actually there, Jack. Right. And we're starting to say, Hey, Spend some time thinking about that and engaging in that and, and trying those things and figure out what does that really look like? You know, hey, I'm, I'm going to get there eventually. You know, the question is, you know, what, what is it? And does that help pull me to want to get there? Or often it, for many people, I think it kind of scares them, Jack, and they just want to staying in the business. They're afraid of leaving. They're afraid of becoming irrelevant or <laughs> not having anything to do or anywhere to go day in and day out, right? And as they, as they say, change is tough. And uh, that's a big change. It's a monstrous change. And people, you know, it, it's just not examined enough, I, my guess, and come to uh, different conclusions, or maybe it never will be. But if you're free to do what you want to do and have some means, you don't have to be Warren Buffett, but, you know, if you, you basically don't have a lot of obligations and you have some means, what's stopping you from doing anything? But it's very difficult to have anything as your choice because there's so many choices that are good overlapping each other and it's difficult but you got to do it 
You gotta, you gotta engage in it. That's the key word. If you don't engage, there's no progress. You, you know, you're gonna end up a version of something you don't want to be, for the most part. Right. No regrets. Don't have regrets. Do something crazy. It doesn't have to be expensive, but do some crazy things for a while. encourage crazy or yeah crazy out of the box is different things because yeah you know it's 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 a chance to be a little bit you know to be free a little bit right in terms of trying your point trying some different things out and but it's don't wait until you're there to kind of start trying those things out because it's often not very satisfying or or you often might not get there right because you're you aren't driven to kind of get to that get to that next thing and so again this is a common thing that we see that's a big part of what we do every week with our show here is we want to bring these kind of common, often not talked about, or again, these are those dirty secrets that, that, that nobody wants to kind of shine some light on, but we know that these are common challenges, Jack. And so, yeah, you know, you know, so if you're in your twenties or thirties, you're just kind of getting started out and, you know, you got your business kind of going, you know, thinking who, who are these crazy old guys talking about, you know, what, you know, what are things that look like when I don't have any, you know, need money anymore. Okay. Well, look, file that somewhere maybe back in your, you know, the back part of your brain a little bit. Or again, try to try to try to do it that way. You know, again, you know, a big reason why I left New York, Jack, is we started having kids. I want to be involved in the kids' lives. I wanted to have a different balance versus working 120 hour weeks. So that's not that's not what I wanted to do. So I wanted to balance between being here for the kids, to be volunteering with, you know, coaching their sports, to you know, get involved in you know in the community, you know, th- through things like Rotary, get, you know, get more involved in their school stuff. So I was able to try to find that balance, and and, and it never made sense to me to wait until I was. 60 or 70 years old to start doing some of those things right but that was that was me and i think i'm more unusual maybe than 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 most folks the more folks i get to meet so we want to kind of share that you know whether you want to call that wisdom or insight there's a you know start start doing it now it's it's, it's never too early to kind of start to kind of try <clears throat> these things and see because yeah then it might lead you on a path you just never know right you had no idea when you left corporate america jack that all of a sudden you get very involved in small business and you know, buying and fixing up and selling five different companies and starting, you know, 12 more companies. You, you know, if we had told you when you were 40 years old, leaving the corporate world, that, that was going to be your path. You'd have probably furrowed your brow like, this guy has no idea what the heck he's talking about, right? Furrowed, furrowed the brow and say, you're crazy, you know, or I never thought of that. One of the two. So, right. But <clears throat> now looking back on the last, you know, you know, four decades of what you've been kind of through, you know, when it comes to small business, like you, you couldn't think of doing anything else. And you know, just the way you talk about it and describe it, it's how much fun it is, how much fulfillment you get. Okay, well, that's what we're talking about, folks, right? So yeah, so so Jack's been retired for a while, but as he said, we've, we've been partners for twenty years, you know, doing stuff, right? Well, why? <laughs> we're doing because we love to do this stuff, and that's that's where people want to get to, and that becomes very attractive. I mean, how many clients, you know, current past clients that we have, Jack, that have talked about, hey, when I get to this, you know, th- that stage, I want to I want to join up with you guys. I want to do what you guys are doing, right? Many, right? Many. It's it's variable. It can be exciting. It, it's challenging. It's uh, fulfilling. It's just a lot of good stuff. Right. So, but you you didn't sit down and kind of pencil it out and make up a paper. You kind of got out there and started doing stuff. You start you you, you, right. you, you discover stuff, right? I mean, yeah, you know, we discovered coaching early on, and what and what we were doing, we were helping people out. We, we didn't know about coaching, but we start to engage and you discover stuff, right? We start talking about podcasts, Jack, and all of a sudden here we are six years later, 320 plus episodes later. Okay, well, we start, you start kind of doing stuff. It's again, if you find things that you enjoy where it's not work, that's part of it too, right? And so many folks can't relate to that. That's where you want to kind of get to where it's again, that's how you really kind of enjoy stuff. And it might be very different from what 
the experts or, or many of the, the, the common folks think about. And so it's, it's, it's a big struggle. And so again, you know, whether you're in your 20s or 30s, kind of just getting started out, whether you're in your <laughs> 60s or 70s, and you're kind of on that, that, that kind of tail end of, okay, you know, what else I want to do? It's important to start to kind of do these things and be thinking about them and starting to kind of engage that way as well. So we wanted to kind of share that with you guys today to make sure you had a chance to kind of think about it. But that's that was kind of what we wanted to cover for our, for our show in terms of, again, how how would I act if if money was no object, right? And, and it's, again, it's a, it's a great question to kind of ponder and start to really start to engage with, to use your great word there, Jack, to get out there and start engaging, trying some different things. So, so yeah, that's what we want to kind of cover for our show today. We really appreciate you all. <laughs> y'all listening um if you like what you hear and you want to get some of our other 321 prior episodes you can get them all at our website dirty secrets of small and you'll see them all listed there you have a handful of different categories but there's also an episodes button you click on that you, there's a search box there you can put in whatever topic or question or thought you've got it'll feed back to you whatever shows we have that kind of cover that that topic if you don't find one that that, that suits your need um, please feel free to email us you can do that at radio at MaximumVP.com, or you can give us a call at 330-849-0670. be happy to either answer your question directly, or we can do like we did today, put together a show for it and kind of address, because chances are, if you have that question, somebody else does as well. Right. <clears throat> if, if you're uh, an avid podcast listener, then you know go with your favorite podcast player, whether it be iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it might be, and you can search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business and subscribe to it. We typically drop a new episode every Thursday morning, so it'll be delivered right there to your to your smart device for your listening pleasure. And most of our shows are are, are like this; they're, they're designed to be evergreen, where they aren't you know addressing current hot topic issues in the news. It's really kind of things that are are key principles and key things that that, that, that affect and help small businesses, um, you know, day in and day out from that standpoint. So you, you kind of get them all there as well. So, in any case, so that's our that's our show for this week. Appreciate y'all listening, and we will talk with you all next week. You got it. I'll be here. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>